Chapter 33 Shri Sai Satcharita In this chapter Dabulkar describes the various leelas which describe the supernatural powers of Udi and of Baba's compassion The main leela in this chapter is the Jamnir miracle Here Baba sends Udi and a copy of Madhav Rao Adkar's Aarti to Mainatai who was having a very difficult labor then as soon as the udi was applied and taken orally she delivered the baby without any trouble this chapter comprises of the stories of the friend of Narayan Jani who was bitten by a scorpion and of the daughter of another devotee with bubonic plague and both were cured with udi apakulkarne and balu bua suttar both venerated a photograph of baba prior to having his darshan and baba tells them that he has received their namaskar and knows them from that very moment Hari Bau Karnik who came to Shirdi on Guru Purnima and with due rituals offered vastra and dakshina and after getting Baba's permission proceeded to leave suddenly he wanted to give one more rupee as dakshina but Shama signaled to him to leave as he was granted permission Hari Bau then visited the temple of Kala Ram in Nasik to have nursing maharaja's darshan who immediately demands the one rupee now i shall narrate a few more details of mainatai kuvelkar mainatai ganesh kuvelkar she was the daughter of nana saheb and radha bai chandorkar born in 1887 she first visited shirdi in 1900 when she was 13 years old along with her family they visited shirdi numerous times and mainatai was able to witness many leelas and hear the advice given to her father she learned early in life the consequences of disobeying baba's orders at the time of departure once she and her family were going to nasik to attend a marriage baba did not give them permission to go they left nonetheless the result was that they were hungry for 3 or 4 hours on the other hand obeying baba's orders no matter how exasperating it may sound was sure to give a comfortable and successful and safe journey she was married at a very young age and moved to pune with her husband but he died in the plague epidemic of 1904 when she became pregnant her mother took her to jamnir at the time of delivery she had a great deal of difficulty It was at that time when the Jamnir miracle took place. 
the compassionate Baba sent Uday and Arkar's Arte through Ramgir Bua. On the way, Baba appeared as a pune and took Ramgir by Tonga to Jamnir and then disappeared. At Nana's home, Nav Chandi Havan and Saptashishti Path was recited to overcome the difficult labour. It was only when Baba's Uday dissolved in water touched Manathai's lips that the pain subsided and she had a safe delivery. The child, however, died and this made Manathai very dejected. Dasganu, on hearing the tragic circumstance, gave a pair of Baba's silver padukas and comforted her. She found solace therein. She lived with her in-laws in a large joint family and had a peaceful life. She passed away in 1945 in Pune. This information was given by her descendants. These are some of the Leelas that describe the wonderful powers of Udi. Leela number 1 Janardhan M. Fanse His problem seemed to be insurmountable as he earned very little and had to look after his mother. So, Janardhan Fanse also known as Haribau Fanse, decided to give it all up. He informed his mother of his decision and decided to go to Rameshwaram. However, as Shirdi was on the way, he decided to go there and have Baba's darshan. He stepped into the Dwarka mine and was enchanted to see Baba. Baba told him to return home as his mother was fasting and pining for him and she might die. However, Baba gave him some Udi at the time of his departure. This he kept safely with him. On reaching home, he narrated what Baba said and his mother was convinced of Baba's divinity. Meanwhile, a villager approached him for help as he was ill with cholera. Fanse gave him a little of Baba's Udi and he recovered. This led the villagers to think that he was a physician and the people kept coming for aid. Soon the Udi was exhausted and he wondered what he would do next. But the epidemic also vanished. One day, he casually met a Marwadi who told him about his brother's plight. My brother is seriously ill. He has tried doctor after doctor but of no avail. Since you are a devotee of Baba, you must see him for if your Sai Baba is really so divine, he will cure him through you. Haribau took one look at the patient and was horrified at his state. He quickly told the Marwadi that the fees were very, very high and quoted rupees 200, hoping that the Marwadi would refuse. The amount 
far exceeded the fees of the civil surgeon. But the Marwadi agreed and he was in a real fix. He decided to slip away but couldn't leave the village as it was nightfall. He had now been pushed into a dark corner. As was his usual practice, he made preparations for bhajan and prayer. To his utter surprise, the family, the patient himself, did all the work. Throughout the bhajan, the patient sat and looked at Baba's photograph with love and concentration. The Marwadi was so pleased that he said, Whether the patient dies or survives, you alone will treat him. This put Hari Bau in a dilemma and he did not know what to do. The compassionate Baba appeared in his dream and told him what the disease was and what was to be prescribed and how to administer it. Hari Bau did exactly that for the patient and he recovered. The Marwadi gave the fees of rupees 200 but Hari Bau could not rightly accept it, saying, It was my Guru's grace. The Marwadi was uneasy at this. So he bought a shawl worth 200 rupees and left it at his residence when he was out. Hari Bau returned only to find the gift there. He somehow wanted Baba to have it. But at that time, Baba had taken Mahasamadhi. With tears rolling down his cheeks, he prayed to Baba. That night, he had a dream and Baba said, There is a famine all around. So, sell the shawl and out of the money buy rice. For the present, sell it below cost price till the rice runs out. After that, sell the rice for a profit and you will be able to make a living. Hari Bau did just that and became prosperous and was able to look after his mother comfortably. This Leela was taken from Ambrosia in Shirdi, written by Ramalinga Swami. Leela number 2 The Power of Udi Sri Mule was a famous advocate residing in Nasik. Both he and his wife were ardently devoted to Baba. Mule had performed numerous spiritual practices besides meditation and yoga. He also kept numerous fasts. Mule's fast were very severe as he fasted for days, weeks and sometimes months. He only drank milk and ate seasonal fruits for long periods of time. Nevertheless, he was very fit and active and had a bright aura around him. His face shone with extraordinary brightness. One day, a huge serpent entered his house while his wife was alone in the home. Mule had gone to court and there was no other male in the house. Mrs. Mule saw the serpent and fervently prayed to Baba. The snake went into a corner of the room and sat there coiled up. With great courage, Mrs. Mule 
went to the prayer room and brought the box of udi with her then she bowed to baba and went near the corner where the snake sat coiled up and addressed him o nagdevta this is baba's udi i expect you to respect it i am drawing a lakshman rekha and you ought not to cross it then she drew a long line with the udi amazingly the snake did not dare to cross the line of udi then she went about calmly doing her chores when her husband returned home from court he called a mantrik and the snake was taken out of their home the power of udi cannot be described by words by applying udi to your forehead and taking it internally it prevents the serpent of your ego from showing its fangs and importantly your kundalini will awaken and open and listen to your atma this leela was taken from the sri sai leela magazine volume 58 year 1978 leela number 3 the magical healing powers of udi tirth right from childhood anuradha adhikari a resident of aurangabad was devoted to baba in fact baba was the only god she worshiped anuradha states as luck would have it when i reached a marriageable age i got married to a sai devotee at that time i did not know he and his family were ardently devoted to baba I was delighted when I stepped into my new home because I was greeted by a huge picture of Baba in the dwarakamai pose that hung on the wall in front of me. I couldn't control my emotions and tears of joy filled my eyes. My mother-in-law escorted me into the house and asked me to prostrate in front of Baba. At that moment I knew that everything would be fine as Baba was already there to take care of me. About a year later my husband was transferred to Kolhapur and Anuradha accompanied him. Then the following year Baba blessed her with a baby girl. For some reason the christening ceremony was postponed. Anuradha states when my daughter Sandhya was around a month old she had a ear infection a foul smelling whitish discharge came from both her ears sometimes the discharge was blood tinged she was checked by an ENT specialist who prescribed some ear drops religiously i put the drops in sandhya's ears and cleaned them gently However, the serious discharge did not stop. One day, Anuradha's father-in-law came to visit them, and he suggested that Sandhya be checked by his dear friend, Dr. Deshpande. Deshpande was a renowned ENT surgeon 
who had done his post-graduation from Berlin. Sandhya was then checked by Dr. Deshpande, who gave them a bleak prognosis. He said that both her eardrums were perforated and the chances of Sandhya suffering from severe hearing loss and even deafness was high. Anuradha was in total despair about her child's future. Upon returning home, she placed the bottle of eardrops in front of Baba's picture and fervently prayed to him. Baba, if my daughter becomes deaf, then her entire life will be ruined. Please do not nip the flower in the bud, but allow it to bloom. From this very moment, I will stop putting eardrops and will put teeth in her ears. Please heal her ears. Her christening ceremony has not been performed yet. When her ears heal because of your teeth, I will christen her with a name that starts with the letter S. So, she will never forget your grace her entire life. Then Anuradha took a little tirth, mixed it with some uday. After shaking it vigorously, she put two drops in each ear. Anuradha also started a fast for three days, praying to Baba to heal her ears. The next day, Anuradha was standing on the balcony of her apartment and looking at the street below. When she saw a fakir standing in front of her and calling out to her, Mai, come down. Anuradha went down with some rice, which she put in the fakir's choli. The fakir accepted it and said, Mai, you seem to be distressed. Don't worry, Sai Baba is there with you, and everything will be all right. Anuradha was perplexed as it was unusual to find a fakir who spoke Hindi in Kolapur. The fakir continued, My, I have just returned from Rameshwaram and I am on my way to Shirdi. Won't you give me some Dakshina? Anuradha was impressed by his bright aura that surrounded him and his compassionate eyes. She went inside and brought for Anna's and handed it to him. The decision to stop the eardrops was entirely Anuradha's and she did not tell anyone about it. Every day, she put three drops of Uditir three times in a day in both her daughter's ears. A few days later, the years healed and there was no more discharge. When she took Sandhya for a checkup, the doctor was astounded to see that her eardrums had completely healed without the least bit of scarring. It was then that Anuradha told her family what she had done. She said, Baba is the father of Dhanvantari, the lord of medicine. This is proof that Uditir is a panacea for every illness. 
the only prerequisite is that one should have intense faith in Him and His Udi and Tirth. Finally, as per her promise to Baba, she named her daughter Sandhya. This Leela was taken from Sai Prasad, Volume 33, Number 9, August 1979. Leela Number 4 Udi cures all ailments. Often it is a problem that draws a person to Baba's feet, and that is precisely how the Dalvis started worshipping Baba. Suhasini Chandrasekhar Chaudhary, a devotee residing in Pune, says, My elder brother Sudhir was born in 1954. It was an easy and normal delivery. As soon as he was born, the doctor noticed that his anterior fontanel, that is, the soft spot, was exceptionally large and it was covered with a thin membrane. The membrane was so thin that his brain could be seen through it. The doctor, along with my parents, were very concerned about it. And the doctor advised my parents to be cautious and vigilant and protect the area from any knocks and bumps. He also prescribed some ointments and medicines so that the area would close quickly. Along with this, the doctor also made a steel helmet so that the area could be protected. But even with all these extraordinary modes of treatment, there was no sign of it closing. My parents were very, very anxious about this. One day, my father's friend visited us and hearing about Sudhir's problem, he immediately gave us some Udi. Up until that time, we had never heard about Sai Baba or Shirdi, nor were we aware of the power of Baba's Udi. He narrated some of Baba's Leelas and told them that Baba's Udi was a cure-all. He told my mother to make a paste of Udi and apply it on Sudhir's soft spot. My parents decided that as all modes of treatment had proved ineffectual, they would try the saint's Udi. My mother then made a paste of Udi and applied it on Sudhir's scalp. Lo and behold, on the fifth day, his fontanel was closed completely and the scalp of his head became normal. From that moment on, all of us became devoted to Baba and were indebted to Him for life. This incident was so extraordinary that it challenged science and medicine and left the doctor dumbfounded. Thereafter, Udi became the first line of treatment for all illnesses and all incidents in life. 
everyone ingested uday and applied it to their foreheads twice a day without applying uday no one stepped out of the house and for any interview or examination uday went along with them if children got scared it was uday to the rescue in the case of bad dreams apply uday can't sleep use uday but most importantly each one of us carries a packet of uday with us at all times because it assures us that baba is present with us in the form of his uday this leela was taken from shri sai sagar magazine may june issue volume 3 number 3 year 2012 leela number 5 how sita devi tarkad met baba After her marriage to Ramchandra A Tarkar Sita Devi had all the comforts that life could offer but all this did not make her happy as she had severe migraine There were a slew of doctors on both sides of her family and she was treated by all of them but there was no relief Soon she started having cluster headaches the headaches became more and more frequent and intense one day her maid suggested that she should visit peer maulana saheb who was famous for treating and curing many chronic ailments the peer however could not help her and he said i cannot help you but my brother at shirdi sai baba surely can go to him thus the renana vandik ties started unfolding again jyotendra came to her rescue he asked the people at the iranian restaurant about shirdi he gathered all the information that he possibly could now it remained for them to make the pilgrimage to shirdi this was a formidable task as his father was a pratana samajist who did not believe in idol worship let alone going to sadhus and babas finally he got permission but there were other questions about the location of shirdi and about their stay there jatender found all the necessary information as best as he could on friday evening they made the life transforming journey and reached shirdi on saturday in the morning after having a bath sita devi and jyotendra went to dwarkamai baba was sitting in his usual place facing dunimai mrs tarkad bent and touched baba's feet and they looked at each other the eyes locked in an intense gaze and baba looked into her very soul this was drishti pat baba said ai you have come my brother at bandra sent you to me isn't that so come sit here you have extreme pain in your head 
right? While he was thus speaking, Baba put the palm of his hand in a dish containing udi. Swiftly he took the udi-laden hand and hit Sita Bai with a great deal of force on her forehead. Simultaneously, he held her head in his grip. While he did this, he said, Ai, from now on until the end of your life, your head will never ever hurt again. Your sufferings have come to an end. All this time, Sita Bai had not spoken a single word. But the tormenting pain left. The look of anguish and suffering also faded away, and her face had a blissful, calm look. Here, two things happened. First, Baba gave her this long, intense look, which was Drishtipat. The second thing that happened was that he hit her forehead and squeezed the pain out of her head. This was Shaktipat. Sita Devi turned to Jyotindra and asked him to touch Baba's feet. Baba had a great deal of respect for her. Although she was rather young, Baba called her Ai and meant it. Baba saw the total innocence of this gentle lady as she knew no disgust or repulsion towards a mongrel or a mud-splattered pig, and fed both of them. This Leela is taken from the live experiences of the Tarkad family, written by Virendra Tarkad. The most wonderful ingredient here is Baba's Udi. That came forth from Duni Mai. The exact date that Baba lighted his Duni is not known, nor is it known whether he lighted it with his Yoga Agni or other means. However, it is known that Baba, during his earlier days in Shirdi, did not accept Dakshina, but if anyone gave him a Ditka that is equivalent to three pesa. He bought firewood with it, and since then his dunimai is perpetually burning and providing his devotees with udi. When Baba was in a cheerful mood, he often sang in a very melodious voice. Ramte Ram Aoji Aoji Udianchigoni Laoji Laoji the Ude was applied to the forehead of every devotee who came for his darshan. Baba had a unique way of applying the Ude. He would apply it with his thumb while placing the other fingers on the head of the devotee, thus blessing them abundantly. When the devotee was granted permission to leave, he would give them a fistful of Udi. Thus, no one left empty-handed. Although the Udi cured numerous physical and mental afflictions, it also had a deep spiritual meaning. By giving Udi, 
Baba wanted to emphasize the transient nature of life and that all the visible phenomena in the universe are transient as ash. The body is composed of the Panch Mahabhutas and ultimately it will be reduced to ashes. Baba, by his Udi, emphasized that Brahma or God is the only reality and the universe is fleeting and that no one in this world, be it a son, father or spouse, is really ours. We enter this world alone and alone we depart. By giving the Ode, he taught us the principles of discrimination between the unreal and the real, that is, non-attachment to the unreal. Whether it be called Raksha, Ash, Vibhuti or Udi, the meaning is the same and denotes the transient nature of life. Baba used to take Dakshina from the devotees and prior to their departure, he would give them a fistful of Udi. By so doing, he taught us non-attachment by taking Dakshina and discrimination by giving Udi. His actions spoke louder than words and it had a life-changing effect on the devotees. And this concludes the commentary on the chapter. Om Sai Ram